Since medieval times, the Britons have delighted in eating roast beef, roast pork, roast turkey. Oh, the roast beef of old England and old English roast beef. They sneered at the idea of roasting meat in an oven. For a true Briton, the proper way was to spit roast it in front of an open fire using a turnspit dog. The turnspit was a breed of dog that was once an essential part of every large kitchen in Britain. I'm Kira Farrell, Library and Collections Manager at the Kennel Club in London, 1576. The very first mention of them is in the first book on British dogs ever written. Turnspit dogs had grey and white fur. They were referred to as the kitchen dog, the cooking dog, or the vernipater cur. A low-bodied, short-legged. Crooked front legs. Quite a heavy head. Drooping ears. Strong and sturdy, capable of working for hours. Turnspit dogs, and they were viewed as kitchen utensils, as pieces of machinery. We have a huge fireplace in an old Georgian kitchen. There is a chain from the spit up to a wheel, and in that wheel is a small dog running frenetically, causing the spit to turn. The roar of the fire, the clanking of the spit, the patter from the little dog's feet, one way of training the dog was to throw a glowing coal into the wheel to make the dog speed up a bit. I'm John Bonderson. My book is Amazing Dogs, a Cabinet of Canine Curiosities. During the Middle Ages, cooking a meal, large joint meat, could only be done on a spit and the lowliest person in the kitchen staff usually a small boy, turned the spit. Hours and hours, their hands used to blister. During the 16th century, they made the transition from small boys to dogs. Shakespeare mentions them. He describes somebody as being a curtailed dog fit only to run in a wheel. Curtailed means they've got their tails cut off. It was a way that they used to differentiate between the dogs of the nobility and the dogs belonging to ordinary people. These little curtailed dogs were the ones that were put into the wheels. The dinner must be dished at one. Where's this vexatious turnspit gone? Unless the skulking cur is caught, the sirloin spoiled, and I'm at fault. My name's Lucy Worsley, Chief Curator at Historic Royal Palaces of London. Charles Darwin commented on the dogs as an example of genetic engineering. He said, look at the spit dog. That's an example of how people can breed animals to suit particular needs. On the Sunday, the turnspit dog often had a day off. The dogs were allowed to come with the family to the church not because of any concern for their spiritual education, but because the dogs were useful as foot warmers. Interestingly, there are also a few records of turnspits being employed in America. Benjamin Franklin's Pennsylvania Gazette had advertisements for turnspit dogs and wheels for sale. A turnspit was active at the State House Inn, Philadelphia. The State House Inn was where all the old political cronies hung out for their slice of beef and their ale. The owner, in 1745, advertised spit dogs for sale. Evidently, he was also breeding them. 
I'm William Moyes Weaver, author of several books on food ethnography. In 1702, the wife of William Penn, founder of Pennsylvania, writes to England that she wants a wheel for her turnspit dogs and a butter churn. If they can turn a spit for meat, they can also turn a churn for making butter. In this country, the dogs were basically used turning the spit in large establishments in cities like hotels, kitchens. In the 1850s, the founder of the SPCA was appalled by the way the turnspit dogs were treated in the hotels in Manhattan. This bad treatment of dogs eventually led to the founding of the SPCA. With time, mechanical spit-turning machines called clock jacks, they became cheaper and cheaper as a result of mass production. The clock jacks took over from the turnspit dogs. It became the stigma of poverty to have a turnspit dog. They were ugly little dogs of quite morose disposition, so nobody wanted to keep them as pets. The turnspit dog became extinct. The George Inn in Wiltshire has a unique spit roast, the only survivor of its type in the country. I think we're going to do something completely unprecedented here, aren't we? <laughs> we're going to turn a spit with a dog in a wheel, which is something I know hasn't been done for about 200 years. Coco, I think we've got to get you into the wheel. There are numerous kitchen dog wheels kept in various museums, but the Abergavenny Museum has the only example of what a turnspit dog really looked like. This dog was named Whiskey. Whiskey is the last surviving specimen of a turnspit dog, albeit stuffed. My name's Sally Davis, custodian at Abergavenny Museum in Wales. The way she's posed, um, the taxidermy, I think possibly it was their first go, I don't know. What kind of dog today is the closest relation to the term spit dog? Possibly the Queen of England's favourite dog, the Welsh Corgi. The downtrodden, lumpen, proletariat, turnspit cooking dogs may well be related to the Queen's pampered royal pooches. <laughs>